free beer? Let me tell you how at the end of this spot. From Alter Genius Brewing Company, it has everything for a true craft brewery experience. Try their brilliantly crafted brews, creative house cocktails, cider from a few bad apples, and a full kitchen with a spectacular array of tasty dishes at their brewery in Ambridge. Or try their new trailside tap room on the Montour Trail in Imperial that's sure to have something for everyone with 20-plus different craft beers, ciders, and cocktails. Treat yourself to a brilliantly crafted brew at Alter Genius Brewing Company and tell them Tim Ben sent you for a small pour on the house. Barber school? Do you hate your job? Looking for a change? The Barber School of Pittsburgh may have your cure. Locations on Banksville Road and Monroeville. Day and night classes available and rolling now at bsp.edu. Get your degree in as little as nine months. Financial aid available. Now accepting veterans benefits. Barber School. Yes, Google Barber School of Pittsburgh. bsp.edu. bsp.edu. Again, bsp.edu. Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Tim Benz in for Mark Madden here on 105.9 The X. Joining us right now to talk about Ravens Steelers from a Baltimore perspective. He joins me regularly on the Breakfast with Benz podcast in advance of every Ravens Steelers game. You can listen to him, 105.7 The Fan, on the Big Bad Morning Show in Baltimore. And he's also with us right now on 105.9 The X. It's Jeremy Kahn. Jeremy, good to catch up with you again. Time for another Ravens-Steelers game. And I'm so used to one of the talking points being how injured and banged up the Ravens are coming into every game. They've certainly gone through a slew of injuries again this season. But I'm looking at the practice reports today, and I only see two guys, Owe and Worley, on the uh, practice report is not practicing. Is this as healthy as the Ravens can be? Yeah, I would say so. I don't know that we're going to get every one of those guys back to practice. I know some of them are kind of working through some things, but I, I do expect the bulk of them and the important ones to be there as well. I mean, still the questions with you know Ronnie Stanley, Marlon Humphrey, Odell Beckham, Rashad Bateman. I mean, it's it's a who's who of starters there, and, and including Marcus Williams, who they thought they may have lost for the season, and he's been back practicing. So I, I think signs are looking good for this team getting healthy at the right time. Obviously, J.K. Dobbins is done for the year, but – um, you know, they've managed to plug and play with some running backs here. And as long as they don't lose everybody in that room, I think they should be okay. Um, they should be 4-0 if, uh, if the coaching staff just calls a timeout after they added some seconds in that Colts game. They, they end up running out that clock and win that game. But 
Um, they're three and one. They're sitting atop the division. If they're able to find a way to beat Pittsburgh, they're going to be three and zero on the road within the division. So um, it's a huge game this weekend. So of those big names that you mentioned, Stanley, Bateman, Humphrey, and Beckham, who is expected to play? Who do you think will likely be out there? All of them? I, I think so. I think all those guys will be. Um, there are some, you know, some things that we could sit here and question about. Will the guys be 100%? You know, what are they going to look like? I, I thought Humphrey may have returned last week, but apparently he wasn't ready. Saw him in the locker room, like, waving his arms around. I'm like, oh, this, this looks like a good sign. He, he looks like he's moving well. And, um, but, yeah, I expect all those guys. And the Ronnie Stanley, thing, like, obviously with T.J. Watt on the other side, it's something that we, we look at this offensive line and we know they need to hold up for Lamar to do what he can do. Um, and, and, you know, like the Steelers have had a lot of success against them. So I, I do expect all those guys to play, which should be a huge boost for both sides of the ball. You mentioned how well the Steelers play against Lamar as opposed to the rest of the NFL. Why? From a Baltimore perspective, what's the talking point coming out of – it's not been many because Jackson's missed a lot of games too against the Steelers. But when he has mm-hmm. played against them, why is it more often than not that the Steelers give him a harder time than other teams? It might just be matchups, um, you know, and the familiarity between the, uh, both teams. And like, let's be honest, like we could sit here and talk about the other teams within the division. And I know Cincinnati has done better the past couple of years this year aside, and we'll see how that finishes for them. But, but in reality, like I do think that familiarity is there. We always give all the cliches about throwing out the record when these two teams meet. Um, but I think they've inherently done a good job of keeping them in the pocket, not letting them break those long runs and hurt them there. And then on top of it, you know, I feel like the Steelers have done a fairly good job with Mark Andrews um, at times in limiting him. The problem now would be, at least in my estimation, Zay Flowers is amazing. Um, I, I'm not telling you he's Tyreek Hill, and I know you're probably going to bring him up, but he's so much fun to watch play. And then now if you add in Bateman, who hasn't done anything this year, and Odell Beckham, who's looked good in instances, um, I think it does give him the opportunity to push the ball down the field, and we haven't seen that these last three weeks, uh, I think because of some of the injuries. So um, hoping we get to see parts of that, but the offenses look much better. So I, I do think it's like if I were defending the, the Ravens, I would still want to keep Lamar in the pocket. But I think now it's a little dicier than it was before because he's getting comfortable in this offense, and I think he's only going to get better. Yeah, you mentioned Flowers. I saw him a lot play at Boston College, ACC here. You know, I've got some ties to the Boston area still. I saw some BC games, yeah. uh, and they play against Syracuse and Pitt. So, you know, he was in my frame of reference a lot um, on college football Saturdays. And I said if the Steelers did go wide receiver, there was a little inkling that they might, you know, would they be baited to go after Addison because of the, you know, the pick connection before USC uh, and then to pick it and all that. But I wanted Flowers if they were going to go with a wide receiver. He was always my guy. Yeah, if you watch this guy play, I was watching him run routes. So when they played Washington and had the inter-squad scrimmage, there were times that he was running routes and the DB disappeared. Like, it was so crisp and so clean. And I don't think people really put such an emphasis on route running because, to me, that's the difference. If you get a guy – I mean, he's got top-of-the-line speed. We know that. But you, you put in that route running with it, and he becomes a guy that's very difficult to, to cover. And then if you watch some of the things that Miami is doing with Tyreek and, you know, everybody's been talking about Kyle Shanahan and how they revolutionized that offense and, you know, uh, Mike McDaniel coming from there and that cheap play that they run – I think the Ravens are going to start running versions of it for Zay, and they've already kind of done some things in the running scheme, what they like to do with pulling guards and mixing some stuff up. If you watch what they did to Miles Garrett last week, I mean, at times he was triple team, at times he'd get three, and then here comes somebody else running at him. Um, so I'd expect to see some of that with Watt this week. But, but that Flowers has just been great, and getting the ball in his hands, whether it's jet sweeps, reverses, quick screen passes, which the Ravens never really throw, and now they're adding more of that in. 
Um, I mean, he can get loose in a phone booth. He's, he's that quick and that good. Again, Jeremy Kahn with us here on 105.9 The X from 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. The OBJ dynamic, you alluded to it briefly. Let's go into that a little bit more. Just seven targets, five catches in the first two games. How's that been off the field, first of all, with him? And then uh, on the greater scope of when he's been in there, when he has been active, what does it look like offensively? What has it felt like the agenda has been to get him the ball? I guess we're still figuring that out, right? With just two games under his belt here and the fact that he's missed the last two, you know, he and he left the one game early, but it seemed like he was getting into a rhythm with Lamar in that game and getting a few more passes. He's drawn a couple of pass interference, as he always will. Um, but I do think he fits in well here. And, and I don't know if it's uh, the older version of Odell. He seems a little bit more matured, understanding what his goals are. I think the Ravens vastly overpaid for him. But, you know, given the set of circumstances of where they were with Lamar and wanting to bring Odell in and getting that contract done and then figuring out the draft, that, that, all that stuff came down you know, within like what, 24 to 48 hours of how everything was going before the draft. So um, I do think he fits in here. I like the way he looks uh, there. There's, uh, you know, he's, I don't think he has that blazing speed that he once had, but he still gets in and out of breaks. Well, and, and you know, the hands are always going to be there. So um, I, I do want to see more of him in this offense. Cause the one thing we thought like now that you have weapons, if anything goes wrong, a loss, or we're not scoring, or you know, the you're not picking up first down, that's when the divas start chirping. I mean, you guys have seen it in Pittsburgh, and mm-hmm. you guys had probably the diva of all divas. Um, I, I haven't seen anything negative with Odell Beckham here yet, outside of the fact that maybe he was dating Kim Kardashian. So I don't, I don't know if that's <laughs> necessarily a negative, or if people want to see her at M and T night. Yeah, well, I mean, every, no, everybody is dwarfed by Taylor Swift now, anyway. So it's it's amazing, but it that would definitely matter. be a secondary story. What if you know if they. If the Chiefs and Ravens played one another and she did show up, she would just be dusted by all the attention thrown at Taylor, I think, at this point, don't you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the NFL's grabbed a hold of this Taylor Swift thing, and it's, oh, man, it's something else. Did you see the story? I was going to get into this later, but since we brought it up here, did you see the story that came out in Pro Football Talk that they actually asked their broadcast partners to promote her movie for free? Did you see that? Yeah, and then two of them did it. Did um, <laughs> yes, exactly. Two, yeah, two two networks said absolutely not, and I there were two other ones. I think it was ES. I don't want to give out the wrong one. So, uh, but two Hold other. On, networks I, I think said, I got okay, it here. I, it. I got it here. It was uh, this weekend. CBS. No, I take that back. I'm sorry. ESPN included the spot within Sunday Night Countdown and Monday Night Countdown. NBC played it within Football Night in America. So, is it ESPN and NBC agreed to do it? Yes. It's unreal, man. And like even <laughs> even Kelsey's. Kelsey's sitting here saying, guys, can you please stop talking about her and you like, I, I get it's going to happen, but this thing, it's just blown up so much. And, and now we're not even focused on what's going on in the field. I did laugh my ass off when Chris Christie was in the Cowboys. He was sitting up there next to Jerry Jones and somebody said, who the hell is he dating on the Cowboys? But you know, like it's, we're going to keep getting this stuff over and over and over again. Uh, what about on defense? And, and is this the first you've heard about Patrick Queen having a long held grudge against Mike Tomlin? Yeah. I never knew anything about this. Where like, did this come from? We were playing. I have no idea. We played the quote on the show this morning, and I said to my producer, I was like, who is that? Like, who has a grudge? Because I I recognized the voice, and I thought it was Queen, but, like, I mean, he's been around for a while, so I had no idea that that this even went on or that he felt this way. But, um, I mean, look, he's been a different linebacker since Roquan joined this team. I mean, I don't think you have to look further. The Bears haven't won a game since they traded him to the Ravens, and he's absolutely revamped his defense. He's He's an animal back there, and he's one of the nicest guys off the field, and it's like a, a flip switch when he goes on, and he's locked in. So Patrick Queen's been so much better because of Roquan. 
Um, I, I, you know, and, and I think Patrick Queen's going to get paid at the end of the year by another team and not be on the Ravens because they can't afford to pay two off the ball linebackers. But, uh, but he's looked really good next to him. And I, I just think the world of Roquan and his teammates do too. If you hear the way that Jadavian Clowney and some of the other guys talk about. So if he's such a nice kind of quiet, subdued guy off the field, is that where, is that maybe the genesis of this where Tomlin was coming from allegedly in his rookie year saying, you're not a Raven. Is, is that what he meant by that? He was too nice of a guy. Is that, is, was that the oh. connotation? I don't know. I don't like because when we were watching like Patrick Queen before Roquan got here, Patrick Queen was a guy that we were like, is he going to wrap anyone up? Is he going to tackle anyone? He would like, I mean, he's so fast and he's so raw. It's like he's shot out of a missile sometimes trying to blow somebody up. But now he's been all over the field. And I feel like he's been freed since Roquan got here. I have no idea where this came from. Like, this would have been interesting last year, too, or the year before last. I've, I've had no idea. Yeah, and Tomlin just gushed about him, him and Roquan both during his press conference. He was all over the both of them. Did he say something jokingly to him once or so, that he maybe mistook? I, I don't know. Maybe he's trying to psych himself up for this matchup. I don't think you need it when you face the Steelers or, or for the Steelers when they face the Ravens, right. but it is kind of weird, you know? Jeremy, thanks a lot, man. Greatly appreciate it. Glad we could catch up. Maybe we'll do it again for round two, okay? Absolutely, man. Anytime. And I still feel this is going to be a field goal game just like any other game. Yeah, I'm with you. Play, so. I was just talking yeah. about that before you came on. It's I've seen too many Charlie Batch, Ryan Mallett, Anthony Brown results for me, Dennis Dixon getting them to overtime. I've seen too many of those games to think that just because the Steelers stink right now, it's not going to be a 18-16 game at, at 3.59 p.m., you know? Yeah, I'm telling everybody, anybody who listen, you're, I think you're silly if you don't take the points with the Steelers this week. So, Thanks, man. We'll talk again soon. Anytime, Tim. All right, Jeremy Kahn from 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Giving us a look at the Ravens.